I am George Knapp listening to that UFO podcast and having one hell of a good time. Hi everyone and welcome to a breaking news podcast uh, Hot off the heels of some news that dropped today As we record this, is the 14th of November 2023 uh, Dan, just to remind you, that's the date, welcome Hello, yeah, that, that is the date And it's been, a, it's been a busy two weeks We recorded a breakdown yesterday And then we just, we couldn't leave this till the next one It's too, it's too much Yeah, and do you know what? I don't know whether it's that important or I just want to get it out of the way yet. I've not decided, (laughs) but either way, yeah. We recorded a breakdown yesterday that hasn't even been released yet, so that one's due out in the next day or two. That one, we were looking at lots of news items that have happened over the last, like you say, couple of weeks. Uh, This one is kind of hot off the press today, so we would have literally been dropping uh, a breakdown, not covering the latest kind of bit of news. Yeah, the biggest thing. We've been missing it. (laughs) So we're sticking this out on its own, folks. If you wonder why it's kind of lacking in all the other conversation that's coming in a separate uh, breakdown this one's uh, a good chance to kind of do a little bit of breaking news um, all, Dan, all about the mummies right today all, all about the mummies oh, <laughs> people have been asking for that as well yeah not about the mummies not about the mummies the band um, uh, as you can see the brendan fraser movies um, <laughs> as you can see uh, in the news today folks if you're on social media uh, jeremy corbell and george knapp dropped their latest episode of weaponized episode 41 i believe dan and they up to 41 already they are up to 41 already um and episode 41 dan of weaponized is called shoot them down military uses lethal force against ufos um so um yeah that that came out i hadn't watched that and i don't think i I don't and dan mean you had a whole conversation about this today where we're trying to talk about our opinions on stuff and not generalizing or speaking for other people because it's hard to do that and say well everyone says this and everyone says that well me and you don't know everyone right and that that's just a general conversation but i would guess in my opinion a lot of folks commented on one thing that came from it without having actually watched the full 41 minute episode i think Um, that's fair yeah so what kind of came out first and i suppose i'll speak from my own experience was a photograph dropped it was on the discord channel it was on twitter on x it was on instagram and all that kind of stuff and basically it was an object that is of unknown origin classified or designated as a uap that was taken and i've got old school notes here for the folks on uh, youtube you can see that this is going out on all platforms at the exact same time take a screenshot there are easter eggs on that 100 percent. it's just random (laughs) scribbling it's not even notes um no so this was uh, a still from an a shoot down that or a shoot at either way we're not sure yet and we'll get to that from the 14th of december 2021 this was an object that was shot at over syria by an RAF Royal Air Force Typhoon, so UK military. Um, at the time, people might remember there was a BBC article that was picked up on Sky News and various different news outlets that the RAF had shot at an adversarial drone. A small, small hostile drone was the headline yeah. in Syria. Yeah, small hostile drone, very Call of Duty. Um, so yeah, um, and that was it. Um, it then kind of came and went. There was a little bit of talk about it at the time, wasn't there, online folks? You know, they've shot at something, and much like when one of the airports in the UK shut down because of a drone hovering uh, over the Gatwick, airport. Gatwick, yeah. Gatwick, yeah, and we don't know if it was definitely a drone or not. Did they still, actually... It's not resolved at all. They still don't even know if there was a drone there. The people that they charged ended up winning a big court case and winning money uh, because they were accosted by the press and stuff. Yeah. They were wrongly blamed. And yeah, it's, it's the... Uh, you know, Schrodinger's Schrodinger's drone. Schrodinger's drone, yeah. Um, a great name for a drone company, Schrodinger's drone. Yeah, um, you wouldn't have to sell anything. 
I, I was going to mention there's a lift company who make elevators, but they are installed in my um, place of work. And it's pretty controversial, really. When I'm not going to name it. Um, if people want to know I, that. I know I'll, exactly what you're referring yeah, to. Have I said this Someone before? that like lists. It's like, yeah, Schindler's lifts. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, wow, oh, that's no. a... Yeah, anyway, uh, moving on, folks. It wasn't my lift company, so they're, yeah, they're going up. They're going up in the world, though, um, as they say. But anyway, <laughs> back to the Jeremy Corbell thing. So the first thing's first, Dan. I saw this picture, and I'm going to try and describe it. It's uh, all over social media. The links will be in the description if you've not seen it. Um, the thumbnail for the podcast on YouTube contains the picture, and it's... It's black and white. It's bloody. It's it's what we've become accustomed to, I think, in the UFO world, Dan. Is that fair from from a picture of what yeah, pertains so. to be a UAP, UFO? Um, I was sitting with my wife having a coffee first thing this morning. And I'm just, um, as we speak, Dan, doing this kind of semi-live, as, as we say. Well, this is live. Me and you are both on the call at the same time. <laughs> that, that makes no sense. I've just pulled up a full-size picture. So it's a, a still photo taken from a video, and we've not seen the video. Like I say, taken over Syria, um, my immediate thoughts, having seen this and nothing else, no context, was, ah, oh, that looks strange. Um, does look kind of drone-like, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I showed my wife, who was sitting next to me having a coffee in Starbucks, you know, support your local business folks. And I said to her, what do you think this looks like? And she looked at it and said, it looks like a frog. Which I was like, oh, okay. Since then, I think overwhelmingly online, reports are and memes already are largely saying this looks like a frog now it's not a frog folks if you haven't seen it yet it's 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 not a frog it's an object what, what but... was it you text me earlier an identified froggy object yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good it's a good one yeah, thanks um <laughs> but um it's definitely not um but it, you can see why if you look at the image you might take that from it it's got the two big objects on the top can i it kind of separates into three parts. Again, I know I'm describing a picture here, folks, very quickly. Two kind of protruding bits on the top. Imagine frog's eyes, the way they come up, or bunny ears almost. You've then got, imagine a classic double flying saucer, kind of top and bottom. And then underneath that, all attached, is a weird kind of shape. And then a pole, almost, it looks like. It's very distorted. It's very pixelated. It's not the greatest quality. That's what I saw that then sparked a whole lot of debate online. Dan, if you don't mind, just first off, is that what you saw first, just a picture? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the I opened Twitter this morning, sorry, X, X Twitter, um, and there the picture is. And yeah, immediately I, I thought of a, a, a Bucky O'Hare cartoon with the yeah. toe chips where it was kind of like classic UFO, two domes on top that look like the eyes, and then kind of uh, something hanging down. It was described as a jellyfish by Jeremy on Joe Rogan. And I can see why he's coming from with that. I think that's a general yeah. shape, you know. Um, for me, I then realized what I thought it looked like in scrolling through everyone else retweeting this picture and looking at it. Um, kind of like the drones from Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back that go along. They've got the dome on top and then the pole coming out underneath. And it also makes me think of, remember when the Batman balloon thing came out and everyone was going, yes. it looks like a Batman balloon? I swear to God, we're going to get pictures of a Kermit the Frog balloon in no time Definitely. resembling this shape potentially, which again, I don't think this is. So what I'll say, folks, is this looks like a definite solid object. Um, if it's a balloon, it's definitely pro probably some type of military type device. Um, immediate, immediate thoughts for me, Dan, was it looks like some kind of drone. It's over Syria. It's in an active 
conflict zone. Um, that's how it was filmed. It was military. So the the RAF typhoon shot at the object, and there are conflicting reports, isn't there, Dan? And you could maybe go into that as to whether it was hit and shot down, or it it wasn't hit. There was two of them apparently. One basically took off and got away, and they didn't manage to catch up with it. And then there's this one which they shot at. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting that the one took off. I'd love to know, like, about speed and stuff like that. How fast it zipped off? Are we talking, you know, Calvin alluded to speeds, or are we talking slower? You know, just moving away while they're targeting the one. Yeah. Um, but either way, it speaks to an awareness and an ability to maneuver. And that's not what we'd necessarily be seeing if it was just a straight up Kermit balloon floating through the sky. At the very least, this is a. a excuse the pun. I'm going to say the name of the podcast. This is a weaponized aerial platform. Uh, and the reason that it was fired upon, uh, which we don't usually hear about, the reason that it was fired upon was because they they kind of have the United States Air Force have two requirements. Um, does it threaten the the people on the ground? And is there a payload there? A payload being, you know, a weapon, basically. Some In kind of case, explosive strapped to a, yeah. to, to a drone or a balloon type object. Yeah, exactly. You know, they don't know what it's going to be delivering, so they just take it out before it can take them out. That's the idea. Um, so, yeah, there's, there seems to be two two conflicting kind of reports here. You, you know, initially it's reported as a drone. The BBC say that it was um, shot out of the sky. There was a statement at the time from the defense secretary in the UK, Ben Wallace, who's been replaced now. Uh, he said this strike is an impressive demonstration of the RAF's ability to take out hostile targets in the air, which pose a threat to our forces. We continue to do everything we can alongside our coalition partners to stamp out the terrorist threat and protect our personnel and our partners. So he's alluding to it being a terrorist threat, one of the groups in the region. However, the Five Eyes report, and this for me is the big news of this yes. kind of event, the, the, five, the Five Eyes report that's being passed around that's its subject matter is just UAP says that it didn't have a point of origin. There's no kind of pattern in the region of groups using things like this to, to attack allied troops and, you know, big exclamation mark over the fact that the five eyes, who is the USA, um, Canada, UK, New Zealand, Australia, um, Apart from the USA, none of those are really talking about UFOs at the moment. And that's a group of like security friends, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's an intelligence kind of relationship. They share intelligence and strategically, you know, they're not just sharing everything with each other. There's games that go on with these things. But yeah, apparently they've been passing around reports on UAPs whilst when communicating with their, you know, the people, the population, anyone that's curious about UAP enough to contact their defense ministries, they say, nope, they're not a threat. We don't take it seriously, therefore we're not going to be talking about this, we don't study it. When in fact, they've been passing around these reports behind our backs. And I, I think that's really interesting. And yet again, you know, governments have lied in the past, it appears that they're lying now. How much of the government are aware that this lie is going on, we don't know. But the fact that the lie's happening, we're shooting at UFOs, and I'm sure people listening to this will be kind of saying what you know we, we've definitely spoken about before, which is, wait, how, how did they get to decide that we're going to start shooting a civilization from another planet, potentially. Like, shouldn't we be a little bit more diplomatic in our relationship there? But yeah, sorry, I kind of went sideways there a little bit. But the, so the BBC reported that it was shot down um, and then it wasn't recovered. And then later on, we get a report that it was just destroyed. 
and they kind of they they're conflicting. One group is saying one thing, another group is saying something else. Yeah. Um, so the object being fired upon, like you say, designated UAP. Um, two objects, one got away. Um, all jamming attempts assessed as unsuccessful. So any jamming that was aimed at it was deemed unsuccessful. Now, to be fair, if it was some type of balloon, maybe there was no jamming that could have been performed. We don't know. That's literally just summation. Um, haven't recovered anything. And again, that's that conversation we've had recently of why would why would they tell us if they had? Because as this, if this is China, Chinese, Russian, uh, something else, or non-human, whatever that may be, it's in in our best interests. We would think so, but from a military point of view, thinking that way, why would they tell us that they'd recovered it? If it's Chinese, they don't want the Chinese to know they've recovered one of their drones. You know, um, so I, I can understand that's why we haven't heard that. Something that's mentioned is that. Uh, in certain places, they talk about how there can be crossfire if the US yes. and Russia are both in the same active area at the same time. Maybe they're both meant not to be there. For example, there's been incidents where they both fire on the same unknown object, which would more than likely indicate that it's neither of theirs, i.e. Yes. Russia aren't firing on their own stuff and the US aren't firing on their own stuff. And that can be quite a dangerous thing. You know, what if something happens in, in the process and one of those missiles goes awry? awry. But it also, also makes me wonder, does that strengthen the argument possibly for some of these objects, these drones, these whatever they are, being human origin, but not US, Russia or China military, but some private aerospace contractor who is literally testing out their own stuff on behalf of a section of a government data collecting themselves to see how these things handle based on what they might do in the future is, is there a possibility there for you yeah absolutely and and in two ways as well you know you've got like you say the the defense contractors say for example lockheed i'm just plugging that name out of the sky you know i'm not kind of insinuating anything so if mr lockheed's listen don't don't come after me um but you know People with a lot of money could be doing this. Elon Musk, for example, wouldn't give a crap about any red tape. He would just fly the thing, right? He, he would test it and that'd be that. But then on the other hand, you've got groups in the region who don't have the same funding and things like that for their war machine. So they're going to be using essentially what we saw earlier in the year, low cost things that can kind of fly under the radar and get through those gaps in the filters. And this came up back when we were talking about the potential drones over the ships kind of off the coast of California, probably a year or two ago now. And, you know, point of origins did not solve there. Eventually, they said to kind of just ignore them and stop filing reports. But to be was that, able... Was that the Omaha, Russell events? The Omaha and Russell, yeah, you got it. So we, we've got to remember that, like, yes, there are drones out there. The anomalous stuff is in that pile of drones because it's the unusual data, right? It's the outliers in that pile. Of pile. So we've got to get the drones out of there to find the 1% of unusual stuff. But also, if you're hiding in amongst something, you know, you can't, you can't dress up as a cow and hide in a field unless there are other cows there. It doesn't work. So what are they hiding amongst? How, how are they kind of tricking the US, this big war machine with this incredible amount of sensors and, you know, money behind it? How, how are they tricking them? The only way that that could be happening is if there are weird objects in the skies that are kind of flying around and the US kind of goes, huh, it's one of those things again, let's just ignore it. And then zip, the, the you know, the low cost craft from Hezbollah gets through the gaps in the filters. 
sensors sorry that's not to say though it's not something that's extremely advanced in chinese i think you always have to sure. go china given the the likelihood of the technology being from an adversary would be chinese and same with the the snoopy team who go out on the omaha to or the russell omaha one of those that filmed the triangular object the bokeh event from back then and you don't always know what this technology is going to look like. You know, that whole section on the classified UAP task force report where shapes of UAP are blanked out. I'm guessing there's a chance some, definitely some, if not all of the objects on that page could be Russian, Chinese, UK, US drones that they've picked up. Yeah. And they just don't want the shapes of those to be released. Yeah, absolutely. A, a car is a car, but, you know, there's, there's 10,000 different shapes a car they all still perform similar functions and you maybe not want the Chinese to know what you have managed to pick up or what you are reporting on. So again, I'm just trying to look at it from the point of view of there's definitely something, but it might not necessarily be of non-human origin. But yeah. again, maybe it is because it's that whole thing of we don't know what we don't know. And it's just really unfortunate the thing has the silhouette of a frog, pretty much that frog kind of head and shape when it's not. Um some of the um, Olaf, your creative partner Dan, um, yeah. had put on a couple of cool sketches of how he has interpreted the the object and its shape, given the light source, etc. And there's very limited data on it right now. Um, that those are pretty cool. Those are online. And one of the listeners on the Discord who isn't on Twitter or X, um, Joey, he had call, uh, drew a, done a three D model of what he, his interpretation is of the shape. Very cool. And for folks like me who aren't artistic and maybe struggle to go, what does it look like? And I just put out online earlier. Can someone give me some shed some light on this? People like that make these things really useful because you go, oh, okay, so it could look like that. Maybe that's what that bit is. Is there on those shadowy parts we're looking at? Is there depth to those, or is there nothing there? Is it yeah. the way the light's hitting it or not hitting it? Is it the the sensor being used? Um, is it heat being put off by it instead of you know light as we're used to it? So you'd have to interpret it in a different way. The, these are all really important things. And Olaf and is it my name is Joey? I think it was in the Discord. Joey is um, not my name. Joey is not my name. His name isn't Joey. Sorry, I, I'll get that in. Or um, is it? And it's a double bluff. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> Hiding amongst other Joeys, yeah. but um, in plain sight. I'm just picturing kangaroos now. Um, in, in, ironically, <laughs> in plain sight. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, this this is part of the process of drilling down into something. And we were talking earlier about you, you know you see on the kind of timelines and social media, people just getting emotional about this stuff, and and it's understandable, you know. People have had experiences that have really violated what they think of as their everyday life and have violated their psyche and, of course, ontological shock. But at the same time, we need to kind of try and take baby steps and go slowly with this kind of stuff. Right at the top of the show on Weaponized that, you know, probably no one's watched um, is Jeremy literally says, I'm not making any claims about it, but it's strange. That's what he says. And I think that's totally fair. You, you can't say that he said it was aliens because he 100%, didn't. 100%. And also, Knapp says as well at the end that the headline isn't the pick, but the headline should be the organizations sitting on information like this that they don't know what to do with, that there are more and more of these reports coming in and they don't know how to act on it. They don't know how to act in these scenarios when these things happen. They're not sure whether to shoot, whether they're not to shoot how to go about recovering these things, whether to not recover them. And is it not fair that given the last couple of years, a lot of the progress that's been made from a 
political point of view has been about collection of materials, collection yeah. of data, collect, uh, collecting more reports. You're going to get more almost crossfire of military sightings, more misidentifications, and more stuff like this that could or could not be something prosaic. So that's just going to happen, I think, more and more. And maybe that's a natural evolution of the subject and the reporting of the subject that it's going to have that overlap of of more military chat and whether or not jeremy corbell and george knapp are being fed disinformation that's up for people to debate if they want to um i know they had some a few things now they've put out where they've got loads of heat for it and um they're generating debate there's an element of entertainment an element of infor- information and ele- of being informative infotainment is in there i find it interesting dan me and you differ sometimes on a lot of this stuff as well um but it generates conversation we're in 2023 about to hit 2024 people read 140 or 280 characters people saw a picture and a headline and they literally will form their opinion off the back of that yeah. right or wrong that's what the story is and and i think just to be fair because I'm still kind of seeing this coming in, same as you, Dan. Um, we're not saying that weaponized were right or wrong to put this out. That's, that's definitely their bag to do that. Um, but I think people have to get the context, watch the episode, it's only 40 minutes long, and then have a further discussion on it. But I think what you're seeing a lot of is people jumping on a photograph and saying, this isn't yeah. enough. Con- concluding on really limited data, which is ironic in, in a lot of ways. We have to remember Dr. Kirkpatrick just said it's either adversaries or it's aliens. You know, we, we've got to prove it's not aliens because if we can, then adversaries are doing stuff in our backyard. That's him saying it's not the USA doing this. So we can strike that one off. Yeah. But then how do you prove that it's not aliens or adversaries? You go and collect the damn things, right? And it seems as if they're shooting these things down and then just leaving them. And it could be there. Another group is coming in collecting this stuff to analyze I think that by the way i think that is the more likely scenario that something yeah. some other organization comes in swoops up cleans it up first and then remember at the start of we talked about homecoming didn't we yes where michael keaton the vulture his crew are in there cleaning up the u.s the uh, alien technology that damage control like the guys yeah. in marvel yeah but then shield come in don't they and oh we are taking over and we're going to collect up all the alien tech mm-hmm. just imagine that by the other way around where shield are much more efficient and in there first and they basically come in sweep up all the stuff and then the other crew comes in and goes ah oh, there's nothing here to recover it's already gone yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, you know, you made that great list then of kind of who is this for? We've got to remember that when the Omaha stuff was released, that information wasn't getting to the office that it needed to get to to be analyzed properly. Jeremy and George bringing it out, you know, whether you agree or disagree with them, the fact is it helped that information get into the correct hands. And I already know for a fact that one conservative MP staffer in the UK has seen this news. And, you know, that will lead probably to the conservative MP being informed about this. That's a good thing. We want that, you, you know? So I'd say less less arrows and more thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dan, me and you talked about, uh, we had a massive disagreement back and forward, which, you know, people are allowed to do. I on... cried. You were watching Loki. You were like, leave me alone. I'm yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I, was, I was working and watching Loki and doing podcast stuff and <laughs> texting Dan in a disagreement back and forward on some stuff. And it, it, that's how people learn and change opinion or shape opinion or just agree to disagree. Yeah. But what were we disagreeing on again? I was talking about... 
Oh yeah, it was to do with like things like this and popularity or something. And yes. is it is it right to put it out if it's going to be popular? People might look at that as either clickbait or they're just generating headlines or it's just for attention and et cetera, et cetera. But you've kind of touched on it there, Dan. My point of view is the way I look at it, it's got eyes on this. Yep, the small section of the UFO community, including us, we're part of that, are now talking about it in loads of detail. Most folks haven't even seen this. But yeah. it'll touch news. It'll hit the news headlines. News Nation, etc. will pick it up. Um, oh, quick aside. Ross Coulter just got hired by News Nation did, yeah. as a correspondent. So we'll be seeing him probably report on this in the next few days. Yeah. Um, but again, that that's good though, isn't it? And it's, it's going to get eyes on it. And as much as people might look at it and think that it's not enough data to, for this to have been released and it should have been left longer. It's going to get folks looking at this who just on the surface go, oh, wow, that looks really interesting. This is meant to be a UFO. And maybe it pulls them into the subject to start digging into, you know, X Twitter or X UFO X or UFO Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Or they start reading articles, blogs, listening to podcasts, watching stuff, renting documentaries. And it just gets them back into a subject or a new generation coming up looking at it for the first time. My little girl sat watching me watch the weaponized episode. Um, I just brought it back from gymnastics and she was like, ah, oh, who are they? And I went, oh, that's Jeremy and George. Oh, okay, are they on your <laughs> podcast? I was like, they have been, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I was like, that's, and she was like, what's that picture? I went, well, that's meant to be a UFO, but we don't know. And she was like, is it aliens? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think so, but... But there you go. So there's a five-year-old showing a bit of an interest in it. Yeah. And who who knows? Like, in 30 years, she might be the best astrophysicist studying, astrophysicist studying like, exosocial politics or something on some other planet going, this all happened because my dad told me, you know, weaponize my curiosity. There you go. There's the tagline. Everyone take a drink. Or she'll have a Kardashians podcast. I don't One know. One of the two. And either way, that's, you know, she's doing well. <laughs> yeah. And Dan, that was something, not to get too into it, but we, I used that as an example, didn't I? How... The Kardashians are really popular. For what, I don't exactly know. But there you are. There's an audience for that. So you can hate it all you like, but it's there. And it's something that's being consumed by folks for conversation. This is out there. It's got people talking in a big way. It's probably had a bigger reaction than I expected. Quite yeah, a, I would um, agree with that. And um, yeah, so really interesting. Dan, a um, couple of things just on the Discord channel. Uh, one or two people had some comments on this. Um, Tim said, here's one concerning sightings in known conflict zones. Does the Five Eyes have a collectively agreed upon definition of what constitutes a UAP? With many airborne objects being spotted in war zones, how should the nations in the Five Eyes community differentiate reporting to gain high fidelity data? Love it. On what is or truly isn't anomalous. Exactly. I want one of our MPs in the UK to answer this kind of stuff. Like, that's such a good question. And and if if this leads to a single MP opening their mouth about UAP in the UK, that's huge progress for us on this side of the pond. And I think that's a really fair comment about, yeah. you know, what is a UAP? I think a lot of the military are using UAP now to... I think it's almost changed in a way that it's gone from being a stigmatized UFO label to automatically it's aliens that they're able to use UAP in a way that is it is it Chinese, Russian, some kind of foreign drone? Is it Lockheed Martin, Boeing testing something out? It just it's an all encompassing advanced technology. That, especially that, especially at the time this happened as well. So this was twenty twenty one December. So it was unidentified aerial phenomena, the anomalous A that middle bit hadn't changed yet. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to have anything anomalous 
to do with it. And even then, you know, if you can't figure out what something is, it's an anomaly. So <laughs> it fits, you know. Absolutely. And probably a nice a nice line to leave it on, Dan, if you have nothing else to add. Uh, only, only The only thing I would just throw out there, and we did speak about this on a podcast a, a little while back, and just seeing people saying, you know, Jeremy shouldn't have reported this, Jeremy and George shouldn't have reported this, they should just put it in the proper channel, so on and so forth. Just to ask people to consider, you know, is it better to share this stuff, to tease it, or for them to not share it at all? It's, you know, there's no right answer, and, and I think it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Uh, the final line uh, then from Mark in the Discord chat said, this is like war games. The only winning move is not to play. There's one for folks to think about. Dan, thank you for joining me at Late Notice. Thank you. And thanks to Jeremy and George for, you know, stoking the fire and, and passion. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll speak soon. That is all for this episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget to leave the podcast a review on your chosen platform. Apple and Spotify do make a huge difference to the algorithm. If you're checking the show out on YouTube, please don't forget to like and leave a comment on here as well. Any sharing you do is very much appreciated on any social media platform. And finally, you can listen to shows ad-free and sponsor-free in their glorious full versions by subscribing for less than the price of a coffee on Apple, Spotify, just search That UFO Podcast Premium. YouTube, you can sign up and be a member or you can do that through patreon.com. Thank you very much for listening, folks. It wasn't a tic-tac and not quite a saucer, more like a hubcap designed by Chaucer, a little baroque and quite steampunk, like Alice was playing bass for the Parliament of Folk. The little fucker hovered right outside of my window and when I shoved out the screen, he made it an issue. I don't think he expected me to see his ass, but I'd had some champagne and smoked a little bit. Meditative Gamma stayed full on meta. I can't imagine how it could have been any better. I got to the top of the stairs and there he was. Like, you awake? I was about to abduct you, cuz. I jumped back and nearly kissed myself. And I climbed out the window after the elf. And I woke up in my bed and there was something on my head. And everything was weird and everything was red. And I called up my boys. They thought this was noise. They thought it was a dream. They thought it was my toys. They thought it was my problems. And they think I should see therapy. And I don't know what it is because it doesn't really scare me. Thank